The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. I will tell you guys something. Because a few days ago I was talking about settling, right? I was saying that I never settle. That settling for me is like death. It makes no sense, it's dishonest, and it really goes against what I am. Being able to grow, learn, and always do better is exactly what life is about. Moving forward and settling with what I have in my little self-created bubble just literally goes against my existence. But I will give you guys another example, and it's a hard one to wrap your head around. Because when I say this question like about this clone, right? I mean, this clone example is a very easy one. Imagine your clone is sitting in front of you. You don't trust him, whatever. It doesn't require so much intellectual capacity to understand that everything you say about your clone, anything bad you say about your clone, you're actually saying it about yourself. And if you don't admit it about yourself, but you say it about your clone, you are a hypocrite. Everything your clone deserves, you deserve it. The way I look about life is I truly see everyone as equal. On a fundamental level, we're all humans. I really see you guys have the same ability to become me or me become you if the situation was different. I know fully well that if I was born in an African country, that I would be one of these kids there that needed help. I truly understand that. I don't elevate myself in my own bubble of saying like, this is me, I deserve this, this is mine, blah, blah, blah. No, I just know that everything is defined by reality and I have this honest relationship. I know that if I was born somewhere else or if my parents were different or whatever, I'd be a different person. I accept that because that's the truth. So I don't use my identity to glorify myself and think I have certain privileges that other people cannot have because I know that on a fundamental level is dishonest, it's lying, it's hypocritical. This is one that really hit very hard home for me because I said I have a lot of perspective, right? I always put myself in other people's shoes because I don't have this fake identity that disables me from doing so. I know on a fundamental level we're all the same and that's why I put so much effort in you guys. That's why I do these real talks. That's why I wanted to help you guys. That's why I have this place because on a fundamental level, I know that you guys are the same as me and giving up on you is in a sense giving up on myself and that's why, you know, this clone example is easier for you guys to relate to but For me, it goes even further because I don't even look at my clone to see this is me. Everybody, in a sense, is a different version of me, to put it simple. Like, I could have been you and you could have been me. Now the craziness happens, right? This is a thought experiment that has defined a lot of me, has defined a lot of my course of action and makes you understand why I push myself so much. Why do I push myself every day? And I'll tell you guys why. Imagine I would be in a different time. Literally me in a different time. I'm not even talking about a kid or whatever, like a clone of me. What I would do for a clone of me, I would climb the mountains. I would freaking sacrifice myself to save a clone of me. Because I know that if he would do the same for me, that that is how, as an army of clones, we can achieve the most. It's like white blood cells in your body sacrificing themselves for the benefit of the host by killing viruses. If a clone of me would be in Auschwitz, And he would be asked, okay, there is a clone of you outside. 
What would that clone do to help you out? What would he have to go through? What would you do for him if he was in your spot? If I'd be in Auschwitz, I would say I would do everything. Because right now, I can work 16 hours a day in terrible conditions, getting tortured. And I do this. If I could do even half of this in a more casual way and save me, I would do everything. I would truly do everything I can. And here comes the crazy thing. If I, in my privileged situation that I am right now, do not do all the effort in the world to save me from being in Auschwitz, then I deserve to be in Auschwitz myself. I truly deserve it. Because my freedom and my privileged situation makes me take advantage of it in a way that is dishonest. If I don't put my life in helping other people, then I deserve to be in their spot. It's that simple for me. I deserve to be that kid that is starving in Africa. I deserve to be that kid. Truly. Because that kid, if he would have the opportunity, you have kids that work in mines, you have kid labor, if these kids would have the opportunity to live even half or even a percent of the luxury that I experienced, they'd put their life into it to get themselves out of it or get a version of themselves out of it. So why me with my freedoms and my privileges do I take advantage in them to the point where even if I have to go slightly out of my comfort, I wouldn't do that? No, I cannot live with that. Like for real, I cannot. On a fundamental level, I just can't do it. And it's a thought experiment I've done a lot when I was younger. I already talked about it quite a bit in the past, like taking the perspective and realizing if you take away my freedoms, if you suddenly start torturing me and put a gun on my head and I become more productive and more proactive because you take away my freedom, I don't deserve my freedom. I don't deserve it because I'm more a contributing human when you take away my choice than when you give my choice. So at least when I get my choice... I want to do at least as good of a job. And since this is just true, what I'm saying right now is just true. It's non-arguable. I cannot argue it to myself. Because I know if I am there and me, I'm here, I know there is no argument. If I would be sitting in front of a clone that is in Auschwitz, right? And I would not go out of my comfort to get him out. I deserve to be switched places. Because the guy on the other side went through the experience... And as a result, cares more and does more. So he deserves to be where I am and I deserve to be there because he would actually be more consistent. Because people think they deserve what they have because they worked for it. Well, it doesn't work like that. The only reason why you got what you got is because reality and it's not because you deserve it because you worked for it. Everybody here, including me, we have the privilege to be where we are. Same when people come to me and say like, man, a thing... Even when I go into charity, these kind of meetings and stuff, they say like, man, you do so much, you sacrifice yourself. And I'm like looking at them, I'm like, I'm not sacrificing myself. I have a roof above my head. I have food and water. It's more than most people can wish for on the planet. I don't sacrifice myself. People working 16 hours in mines, right, to feed their family. That is sacrifice. But me, I live the good life. I'm not entitled to even my achievements because I know it's a privilege, I don't see it as my own achievements. I don't see what I do as my own achievements. Life is a multiplayer game. It's not single player. If you beat a boss in the raid, right? It's not your achievement. It's a group achievement. We cannot get where we are by ourselves. We can't even speak. We can't even be born by ourselves. We need others. We are a super organism. I don't see anything I do 
Even if it's the most brilliant ideas, even this place, I don't see it as my achievement at all. I don't identify with it. I don't feel like, whoa, look at me, look at me. I don't. Because I understand that I got the privilege. I'm not entitled to who I am. I know that I got shaped by my environment. And if it wasn't for these events and it was for other events or other times or whatever, I might be in Auschwitz right now or I might be in Africa or I might be right now typing bullshit in the chat. I know that. Why do you think everyone wants to change the world? Not everyone has your aspirations and motivations. Face palm. Lilo. It's about helping others that could have been you. And you might say like, yeah, who says anybody wants to do that? It's not about what you want. You think life is about what you want? If you have a kid, do you think it's about what you want? You don't like the kid? You can just let it die? No. You think you can just choose to eat or not? Or fly or not? Or shit or not? Or sleep or not? It's not about what you want. This idea that life is about what you want is a lie. It's a lie that is being taught by society and it's a lie that is you telling yourself every day. Life is not about what you want. And you know why? Every time you want a girl, right, and you don't get it, you already get a nice reality check that life is not about what you want. Life is about what is. And what is is looking at your consequences of your actions and being responsible. That is what life is about. So when you come here in the chat saying like, yeah, thing, you think everybody has aspirations to change the world? I don't feel like changing the world. I don't feel like helping people. I just feel like helping myself and doing my own thing. It's because you can. It's because you are in a privileged situation and you take advantage of other people to take care of you. If you'd be in Africa and starving because you don't have water, or even now, if for any reason the economy collapses or whatever and you're starving, it's not about like what you want. And these arguments, this level of ignorance would not express itself because you would go through the experience and realize, wait a minute, everything I was entitled and took for granted was not something I deserved and I wanted or whatever. It was provided for. Well, these things being provided require others to do something, right? People doing their job and everything. That's why when you're born and you grow up, you got to follow the patterns that bring about your own existence. And that requires helping others. We are a social organism. And some because the government has, for a big part, taken that role that we have to suddenly become sociopaths because that will lead to the extinction of humanity. If we all don't care about each other, that's what brought slavery. We need rules, we need laws, we need to respect each other. And that's something we carry on every day. And you can be a hypocrite and lie to yourself because you are in a privileged spot, because maybe your parents are rich or whatever. But at the end of the day, that's dishonest and that's lying. So when you come in the chat and say like, it's about what I want, it's about what I want, you're lying. Life is not about what you want, bro. Life is about what is. And the sooner you accept that, the sooner you truly free yourself. That's where choiceless awareness comes. You know, I'm more fulfilled, I think, than anyone in the chat. Not just that, I'm more impactful than anyone in the chat. It's quite crazy when you think about it. Huh? You with all your wants and all your needs and all your choices are less happy and less impactful than this guy that takes away choice. So maybe this illusion of choice is causing more BS than it's helping you and helping the world. Being honest and looking at reality for what it is, it's not about what you want, bro. So don't come at me and use your illusionary freedom to justify inaction. That's hypocritical. That freedom is a privilege. You know that, right? Do you understand that all these freedoms, people had to die for it? It's not because you're spoiled and you grew up with it that it's always been there. 
Funnily enough is you are probably in the generation that can potentially have the biggest impact with going the least out of your comfort zone. I would say we are living in a time where people that do inaction are probably at the highest level of hypocrisy. When you compare potential action to what you have to sacrifice comfort-wise, it's just mind-boggling. How many people eat meat? Do you know stopping eating meat in the past required a lot more than today because now you can just eat vegetarian schnitzels. You don't even have to give up taste. Most people don't even want to give up on meat, not even because it is harder, but just because the idea maybe how will people judge me or just the idea of changing diet is too much. Just the idea, it's so easy to do. It's so damn easy to do. They don't even have to sacrifice taste. We have come to a point where people are so entitled and where their needs and wants is so dominating that they're just living into another world. They don't care about the consequences of their actions. Funnily enough, it is that which leads to your own demise. When you say you just focus on impact, how do you define impact and how do you attain it? Does the end always justify the means? When the end is moving humanity forward, then it always justifies the means. But that's something that a lot of people sometimes wonder, right? Because with ethics and morals, they sometimes come up with certain thought experiments. And they use these thought experiments to debunk the end justifies the means. So let's say moving humanity forward. They say like, okay, so if you could choose to save 100 people by one person dying, would you do it? So like, of course. Okay, so now what if you take a healthy child and you take all the pieces of this child to help other people that don't have these pieces, like a kidney or whatever, to save them? So is that then good? And if not, then you're basically contradicting the statement at the end justifies the means because obviously there you can save 100 kids, but you wouldn't kill that one kid to save these 100 kids. But the problem is that the premise is not a theoretical one. The premise is a practical one. And what I mean with that is you can't just take a kid and use all these parts because it would create a revolt. Humans, people would not accept that. So within the premise needs to also be the response of people. It's like, for example, alcohol, right? Alcohol kills people every day. So why not just make it illegal? But the problem is if you make alcohol illegal, not only do you create an entire black market, but you also create riots in the street. So you have to compromise because the way people react is part of the premises. So in that regard, you can always have the end justify the means. When you look at the end justifies the means and moving humanity forward where the reaction to people and such is part of the premise, then it's a very viable way of approaching your actions. You just look at the consequences of your actions in the most logical manner. You see how it benefits the world and such by measuring the results. Like, for example, how lowering child mortality reduces population and how uh, plant parenthood brings about better education and such. You can really like very well calculate and measure the results of certain policies and doing so brings about more objective way of going about policies or whatever and that also translates to how you act and such and that's the thing a lot of people when they come with their little thought experiments it's so simplistic it's like yeah team what about this or what about that it's all defined by the information you have it's like would you kill one person to save a million people what is the context okay you have two buttons and you gotta press one And if you press one, a million is saved and one is dead. 
And if you don't press it, these million people die. Like if that is the only intel you get, you press the button. But now if you immediately translate that to a real-life situation where you start adding more information, you change the premises. So everything is defined by premises and finding patterns and seeing what is best to get the better outcome. Subscribe to youtube.com slash Athene wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash Athene live and follow the real Athene on Snapchat.